This is a chance to be extremely vulnerable and open. You need help right now because if you haven't dealt with this before, it can end up very badly. It can end up in a state where you literally cannot work for a year, right? And unless you're in a financially stable position, this is usually not an option. And so reaching out to people who are closest to you is gonna help you receive that emotional support that you need. Hi everyone, welcome to the Web3 Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Emily Rose Delara. This podcast was designed to give you the confidence, knowledge, and clarity needed to succeed and lead in Web3. I teach proven strategies and tactics you can apply immediately to become confident and successful working in Web3. So take 20, plug in, and learn how to really thrive in Web3. And if you like what you hear, leave me five stars and subscribe on Spotify or follow on Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. You can also sign up to my newsletter to get exclusive content, tips, and strategies to help you thrive at work without the burnout and FOMO direct to your inbox each week. Plus, you'll get full access to exclusive leadership and coaching Q&As, free workshops, and all the Web3 and Thrive podcast episodes in one place. So just head over to learn.web3andthrive.com forward slash newsletter. Let's get into today's show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our series on burnout. This is part two. And if you haven't listened to part one yet, go back and listen. Um, If you can't find it, just DM me. I'll send you the link. In that episode, I talked about how to understand if you are on track to burnout. Maybe you are going through burnout right now, and and that episode helps you to understand what, what you're actually going through. And I also asked you to do three things to start to notice if you're a burnout. So if you did do those exercises, I'd love it if you could DM me or even send a screenshot of your journaling on it, whatever. I'd love to know how that helped you. Now, as promised, this episode will help you know that you are burnt out and what to do now. So you're burnt out. Unfortunately, you've managed to get in this situation like a lot of us do. This is unfortunately very normal in our industry and in the tech space and fintech, all these high pressure environments. Maybe you've got all the symptoms that we talked about in part one, the anxiety, the FOMO, the waking up with anxiety on your chest, the feeling of being triggered by everyone, the fear of failure. Okay. Maybe you don't even want to get up in the morning anymore. Now, Everything that I'm about to tell you is my own experience. So that's a disclosure there. (laughs) And it's also from my clients um, and what we work through together. Now, before we jump into this, I want to know, have you subscribed to the show? To continue reaching more people with Web3 and Thrive who could really benefit from these episodes, I just need a really tiny little favor. If you haven't already, please hit the follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening to the podcast and leave a review. By doing so, you not just help the show grow, but you help everybody else who finds Web3 and Thrive to grow as a result of it. Even better, here's a deal. Create a review or just send me a screenshot of when you're rating. You could even send me like a screen record if you want to go that technical. Uh, Just send me a proof that you did a rating and a review and send me it on a DM on LinkedIn or Instagram. And as a thank you, I'm going to send you a freebie that no one's got yet, okay? Only my listeners are going to get access to this. And just a note, my Instagram has changed. It's now Emily Rose Delara Coach, and I'm going to link that below. Back to the show. So here's what worked for me. Stop everything. If you can't just stop work, you need to have conversations and you need to take annual leave. 
If you feel you cannot do that, ask yourself, do I want to feel like this for another five years? Really? Okay? You need to be very frank with yourself. Do you want to feel like this in the next year, really? Use a future you and a future intention that you want to create in your life to help you make this decision. Um, For me, it was a huge no. I I don't want to be this way in five years. In fact, my life in five years looked very different. In fact, here we are, maybe I think five years later. I envisioned a life of freedom, a life of flexibility, a life where I didn't have to toe the line, a life where I was waking up and excited about work. Like Everybody tells you this. When you start your own business, they say, you will never work another day in your life when you've got your own business. And I wouldn't say that's partially true. (laughs) You do still work. It's the laptop time I don't like. I love being with my clients. Um, But you do wake up excited. Like you wake up and you feel like, amazing, I've got another day to work and help other people and be able to execute all the ideas I've got. That's the really fun thing about having your own business. So think about a future you. Is this what they want right now? And if the answer is a huge no, you need to just stop. Like the worst that's going to happen is you're going to have a bit less income or you're going to have some freaking time off. That's, that, honestly, that's usually the worst that's going to happen. And you might have to have like a, an embarrassing, well, not even embarrassing, a frank conversation with your boss. Okay. So if you are currently self-employed or have your own business and can't just take time off, a bit like me, right? I'm trying to future-proof Emily. But if you can't just take time off, you've got commitments, who can you lean on right now? You need to go and get support. Who can help you create space? Now, the person that creates space with me, for me, is Antoine, right? He says, babe, how can I help? That might be your partner. It might be your best friend. It might be your parents. Whoever it is, whoever you can rely on, it might be a colleague, right? Or someone that you've hired. Figure out all the things that you cannot deal with right now, that you literally, you're going to vom even thinking about it, right? Get that on paper and start thinking who you can lean on. Now, if you have managed to stop or if you've managed to take a bit of a break, step one, you need to sleep because without rest, you are not able to recuperate. You're not able to reset your mind and your body and give it the energy that it needs to make rational decisions and actually be inspired. Then you need to go into nature. Both at the same time, right? Go and sleep in nature. Get sunshine on your face. Start balancing that out. No learning, no reading, no self-development right now. This is not what we need. You know the analogy that I use. We've got a full brain. We need to empty it. There's no learning that's going to help you do that. You just need to be. And that's very difficult, especially when you're stressed about work and you're stressed about money and you're stressed about what ifs, right? Believe me, this is the only freaking way that you're going to heal. The anxiety is still going to be there. That's not going to go away overnight. It's true. It's it's like it'll be there and then it'll get less and then it'll get less and then it'll get less. And the best way to speed this up is by taking this time off. But the most important thing at the moment is when you're in this, as much as the anxiety is there, you can do things to help you. So you can... And meditation is different for everyone. I always say this, but you don't have to sit for hours with your eyes shut, like trying not to think. Go on long walks. 
go for a bike ride, run. If running is your thing, I speak to so many people, people love to run because it empties their mind. They don't listen to music, they just run. And even if it's them thinking, they're thinking the thoughts out of their head. And by the time that they come home, they've thought all the things and maybe they've come up with solutions as well. Just give yourself that time. Um, It might just be you know, sitting by the river, chilling. If you don't have a river, maybe it's being in the garden. If you don't have a garden, maybe it's walking the dog, right? Having all this space helps you to empty that capacity even further. Giving yourself enough time to recover is so important. I didn't work for three months the last time I was burnt out. And I only started working again when I felt like I was a bit more reset. I wasn't fully healed because it takes a bit a bit of a bit of a time and a bit of working on your physical health too but having that time and space gave me chance to come into my own natural rhythm and that means getting up whenever I want going to bed at whatever time I want speaking to people whenever I want right it's taking away the chains of authority and control that you've put on yourself which is what it is when you're burnt out you're putting rules in place you're um, setting high standards you're creating scenarios that are not as extreme as you think so taking that time off helps you come back to a natural cadence I mentioned this before you need to get the support and very quickly so that's not just finding someone to lean on it's the family it's your friends This is a chance to be extremely vulnerable and open. You need help right now because if you haven't dealt with this before, it can end up very badly. It can end up in a state where you literally cannot work for a year, right? And unless you're in a financially stable position, this is usually not an option. And so reaching out to people who are closest to you is going to help you receive that emotional support that you need. Maybe maybe it's even like, I don't know, your mum coming around and cooking for a week, right? Letting you stay in bed. If that's not an option, whoever it might be, it might be getting the support in terms of having home food delivery. It might be hiring a cleaner, right? Getting this emotional support that might also manifest as physical support takes a bit of the pressure off. And of course, if you're taking time off, And if you aren't able to take a long period of time off, I would recommend deleting the work apps, right? Especially on your mobile phone or your devices because you'll have a tendency to jump back in. And and I've done this. As soon as you jump back in, the anxiety starts. And it's like a spiral. Like you'll never get out of this if you don't take action. So get off the work apps, delete them, delete them, delete them a thousand times, okay? And then try and do things that make you feel really good. Try to imagine what you would do for a friend in this situation. How would you look after that stressed, exhausted person? How would you take care of them? How would you give them compassion and love? So a few examples that you could do for yourself that I've done that's really worked for me is um, making nourishing food and having high quality water. Like nobody tells you about how shit the water in the taps is. Maybe they do, but we like to ignore it, right? Getting real high quality water and drinking it with lemon, making lovely teas, nourishing yourself with local vegetables. And actually, now you've got a bit of time making recipes, you know, making all your favorite food. That's something that I do that really fills up my cup. And obviously, practices like yoga and meditation. Maybe you love Pilates. Maybe you want to go and do a class. I don't know. Whatever makes you feel good. I also do a lot of, especially when I'm feeling like shit like this, I do baths every day. So I have um, Epsom salt 
and I put candles and I have a podcast that I listen to. I listen to Sahara Rolls in the bath. If you're into Sahara Rolls, um, her podcast is very amazing. A bit woo-woo for some people. I digress. So I listen to podcasts, I put a candle on, I have my bath salts and try and avoid like any kind of harsh experiences right now. So I'm at the moment doing ice baths, but that's because I'm in a place where my body can handle that and my mind's in a place where it can handle that. In fact, it like craves it. Having cold ice baths at the moment is not going to help you. So avoid that kind of thing. Um, I burn lots of incense. So I have my Nag Champa. I've had it for many, many years. I have the same one and I have that burning around the house because it instantly triggers this like relaxation because I um, associate it with yoga and meditation. And I sit by the river quite often. I sit in the garden. I listen to my favorite music. I go on long walks in nature. I mention this quite often, but honestly, It is the grounding that you need to help you create space and make you feel good. And also hanging out with good people and good animals. (laughs) Even if you don't have good people around you, like me, I don't have my best friends here, like the people that I love and adore so much. And I wish I could go see them more often. But because of that, I have my babies, I have my doggies. And honestly, I always say like Nikon is like my comfort blanket. If Antoine's not available, Nikon is the next best thing. Maybe it's the first best thing. (laughs) Don't tell Antoine that. So moving on from what makes you feel good. When you reach this stage in your recovery, when you don't feel like you're going to cry any minute, where you're actually looking forward to your days. So you found that rhythm, you're making your food, you're meditating, you're maybe going to see people you love, you're feeling rested and the anxiety has quietened. Maybe it's even gone. Then you can start to think about what is next, right? You've done your reset. Who knows how long it'll take, right? It's going to be different for everyone. Now it's time to take some new actions. And this is what I have done and what's helped me. So I decided to tell my story to other people like I'm doing right now because this helps me to connect to others who might have been through the similar situation and it helps them feel less alone. I started to do a lot of self-exploration and deep meditation. Is that something that you'd like to do? Maybe really understanding what is the core fear here. I hired a coach to help me do this, but maybe you have a therapist, maybe you have a best friend you want to talk to. Just figuring out what is really going on. Okay, because all of this is caused by a fear or a belief of some kind. And if you don't address it whilst you're in this rested state, it's just going to continue to repeat the cycle. Okay, so use this time to maybe get a coach, a therapist, do deep meditations and explorations, because once you do, you'll open up like a Pandora's box and you are going to be, you're going to be in a transformation that you don't expect. Okay, so If this is you right now, I'm very excited for you. Here's an exercise for you. So on one side of paper, write all the things that you've been doing that are great, right? These are your strengths, the things that you're doing well, the things that you like to do. Write that on one side of the paper. On the other side, write all the things that you think are causing your burnout. So that might be the working too many hours. It might be not eating well. It might be saying yes to everything. On the great things that you do. It might be things like, I'm compassionate to people. Um, I've already developed a list of things I say no to, right? So have these two contrasting lists. And on the burnout side, figure out what needs to stop. And to do this, you can ask yourself, go through the list one by one. How is this serving me? 
So maybe working late at night is serving you because you're able to connect to um, your teammates, but is making you fucking exhausted. What do you need to edit? How can you change this? You can't get out of this in your job because of the time zones. How can you edit it? And also in that list, start thinking about what you need to add in. So if you're um, not eating enough, but you love food, right? These are one of the things you love and you're great at cooking. What do you need to do to get back that balance? Okay, let me know if that makes sense. DM me on LinkedIn or Instagram if you've got any questions about this exercise. DM me if you think that you are burnt out and you have no fucking clue where to start. And DM me if you just like the show, okay? I feel like it's my responsibility to share my experience and that by doing so, other people who are leading, who are founders in Web3 might be able to get the help that they need. And all of this is my own experience. It's There's no one size fits all here. We're all different. Um, but I just hope that maybe you can use some of this to help you move forward or to help you just take a bit of a breast, okay? Thank you so much. This is part two of the burnout series. Might add an extra bonus in for you. I will surprise you all. Um, I also have an amazing episode coming up soon with someone who's going to be able to help you address the health side of this burnout and help you make big changes there. So watch this space. As always, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. So that's all I've got for you today. As always, thank you for listening. Don't forget to drop me a review and subscribe wherever you get your podcast and head on over to Instagram and TikTok at Emily in Web3 for daily content to help you thrive in Web3. Also, feel free to drop me a DM, a message or a question. I am here to serve you. See you next time. Bye.